Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hooper's Lab podcast. This is the podcast where we talk all things basketball. I'm joined here by my co-host, Riley. Hello, hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing fan-freaking-tastic. Fantastic. So we are here for ranking the all-time shooting guards. Now, we did the point guards. We explained the rules in that video, so go check it out. Um, so how... How hard or how easy was this list for you to construct before we begin? I think the top, like, seven kind of fell in place pretty easily for me. Um, Interesting. And, okay. And then the last few. I think the list overall was pretty easy. Pretty, like, it wasn't too bad. Um, definitely have had harder lists to make, I would say. I had some difficulties from three to six that tier was really difficult for me and i'll touch more on that when we get to there and then i think even the honorable mentions like there's so many guys who didn't even make my honorable mentions who i think could definitely be mentioned like i think this is a very deep um list and then obviously top heavy with the with the best player of all time being in this list eventually um so Spoiler alert. Um, but yeah, Spoiler let's get started. Alert. Jordan did not make my list. Okay, so is he your honorable mention or no? Yeah, first one. Uh, okay, so top, no. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, who is your first honorable mention? Tracy McGrady. Okay, Tracy McGrady is an honorable mention for me too. And I feel like that might upset some people. I definitely um, think so too. But the um, thing with Tracy McGrady is... I personally am a huge peak kind of person. And Mm -hmm. obviously Tracy McGrady had a very fantastic peak, but didn't really accomplish much in his career. And it wasn't uh, for that long of a time period either. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. And I think lots of people are a fan of him because of those great seasons that he had. Um, but even in those great seasons, he didn't really accomplish much uh, in terms of team success. I don't think he ever made it past the first round. I think that's like a Tracy McGrady stat. There I'm was not one like, year where he played with the Spurs, didn't he? I don't know if they. I don't think they won though. He never actually played a game for them. He was just like on yeah, the roster, he was just, he but he was never just, actually. He, what what year yeah. was this? I don't even know. I think it was the yeah, two thousand. I can't even see it in fucking basketball reference. It's because it's like it's very weird. Like he, but when you look at his jerseys, it says he played in 2013. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have a ring for them, so I don't even count that. Um, <laughs> but Tracy McGrady, obviously, amazing score, and in his prime, even like past players, like Kobe said that um, Tracy McGrady was one of the hardest players <clears throat> to guard. I think he did call him the hardest player that he had to guard, and, and obviously as a six-seven guy, yeah. but, you know, it's um, not inaccurate. Yeah. But, you know, two scoring champs. But for me, just a pure score that um, had kind of a short prime. I think if we saw fully healthy T-Mac, then things could be different. Um, and then when you factor in team success as well, exactly. You know, it kind of drops him off. But, yeah, he is an honorable mention for me. Um, I'll name an honor- another honorable mention. I have Vince Carter as an honorable mention. He's my second guy I got here as well. So he's another honorable mention for you. Um, kind of the same thing. Uh, dynamic scores, but obviously T-Mac had the better 
peak, but obviously Vince Carter's longevity. Um, you know, he was in the NBA when he was 43 years old. Uh, obviously not putting up great stats, but, you know, for him to be able to still even throw down at that age. Hey, he um, almost got a fucking insane poster in his old age. Did he? I don't yeah. This. Maybe it wasn't a poster. I think it was maybe it might have just been a uh, a putback. But uh, he almost he got up there and then he was like, "No, I'm not gonna be able to finish this shit." Oh, it's when like mid air he he remembered that he was yeah. like 43 years old. He's like, "Never mind." <laughs> um, like this ain't <laughs> this ain't happening. No, but yeah, obviously Vince, one of the most electrifying players ever, one of the most uh, one of the best dunkers ever, and you know the thing about. Vince obviously just scoring wise we knew he had it um but yeah long career just didn't really accomplish much his even at his peak he wasn't like amazing amazing like he was still amazing but he wasn't like all-time legendary status if you know what I mean yeah Um, he still wasn't like a top MVP candidate or stuff like that even as prime um so, yeah, he just misses out for me. Is there anything else with him? No, that's pretty much everything. Um, and then who is your last? Oh, do you have another honorable mention? Yeah, I wanted to show some love to uh, the greatest six man ever, Lou Will. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just wanted to show some love to Manu because, obviously, five-time champion. Four. I think it's four. Yeah, it's four. four. Um, Still. <laughs> Yeah, four-time champion. Obviously, he had the talent to start with the Spurs. It's just not how they did it there. Um, but yeah, longevity very good as well. Um, played till fucking it seemed like forever. So yeah, and he was still playing valuable minutes even in those old times. Uh, James Harden. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I just got yeah that. yeah. <laughs> um, with Manu, I think when you look at James Harden's career, I think that Manu could have had a similar route if he would have left, mm-hmm. um, because I think the talent definitely was there, and I think he's kind of underrated in that aspect. Because when you look at his counting stats, you know it's not all that impressive, but you have to remember yeah. that he sacrificed his individual success to have a successful uh, career with the Spurs. Yeah, and, I mean, he was playing yeah. behind Tim Duncan, Tony Parker. Tony Parker. Yeah, and when you look at Manu as well, Manu, honestly, he has some of my favorite moments in the NBA. I have so many Manu moments that most of them were in his old age, like when the when the bat was in the stadium and he killed the bat with his bare hands. And he had to get a bunch of, alive. and then he had to get a bunch of rabies shots, and he was like, it was not worth it. Um, obviously you mentioned when he blocked James Harden's, I think it it was in the clutch. It was like the game winner or the go ahead bucket, the block from behind. And then I remember a play as well when Manu was, um, he was trying to throw a lob to a teammate and it was in Madison square garden. And then he lobbed it and it went in. And then the Knicks kept playing. And oh, then yeah. Manu was like, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> but Michael, I think it was Michael Beasley and Perzinkus. They were still just running. They acted like <laughs> it was a miss when it went in. Um, so just things like that. But no. Yeah, Love Manu. Bro, Ma- Manu really could have started COVID a couple years early. <laughs> Facts. All he had to do was just bite it with his mouth. Eat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bro. 
Did didn't like Ozzy Osbourne do that? He like bit the head off a bat. I fucking around. I think it was something like that. Man's was the original COVID. Um, but I'm glad that Manu got into the Hall of Fame. I think that that's. Uh, I kind of honestly thought that the NBA was kind of gonna. Um, I don't know what word I'm trying to use, but just like not include him. I thought the NBA was just gonna look past him, just because the numbers don't exactly jump out at you. But I'm glad he got included. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And before we continue any farther, I forgot to mention this at the beginning. But rest in peace, Bill Russell. Um, he just recently passed away. So obviously we're going to talk about him more when we get to our center list and our uh, all-time list when we conclude this series. But shout out to Bill Russell. Amazing player. Just an absolute legend. Legend. We're going to get to And then we're going to get to him when I sign our list and be like, this guy's one of the most overrated centers. If <laughs> we just absolutely <laughs> shit on him. <laughs> No, he's actually on my shooting guard list. Um, he, he's a yeah. sniper. I think he could do it all on the offensive end uh, in terms <laughs> of shooting. He was the original logo sh- uh, shooter. Uh, <laughs> Better well, than Andre Drummond. <laughs> yeah, Andre Drummond and Bill Russell are really the, the best logo shooters of all time. Uh, but let's talk about number 10. Let's actually start our list. So, Let's who do you have at number wait, did 10? Wait, you, did you have a third uh, honorable mention? Oh, shit, I did. Okay, thank you for that. <clears throat> um, so, I awesome. was, so, I didn't put Manu here just because I thought that you were going to, so I wanted to add someone different. Uh, but I got Pete Maravich. That's a good one. Pete Maravich. Honestly, I was, yeah, I was, I was looking. At, I was definitely looking at him to put on here as well. It's kind of the same with Manu, where there's so many stories with Pete Maravich, which just, like, make me such a fan. Like, if he actually played an era with three-point shooting, I think his career would be a lot different, honestly. Yeah. Um, Because he's someone that's really just ahead of his time in terms of the way that he handled the ball and just the way that he scored and just his ability as a jump shooter. And there's so many crazy stories, like Pete Maravich predicting his own death. Um, And just, I think someone counted... um, if there was a three-point line in Pete Maravich's era, like, because he took three-point shots. They just didn't count for threes. And, yeah. like, when you account for that scoring, like, averages, then it, like, skyrocketed. Um, but, yeah, just with him, didn't have a long career and didn't really accomplish much in the NBA, um, not as much as he could have for the talent he had. And mostly that was just for playing with bad teams for his career. Um, yeah. But when he was in the ABA and when he was at the college level, he was amazing. Um, but yeah, shout out to Pete Maravich. Yeah, he always has like, uh, I always see like videos um, of him like doing some, uh, trying to teach people how he does like weird like. Like the like dribble move? Yeah, and like the dribble move. It's actually yeah. so, dope to, so, so dope to watch. No, there's lots of great stories with them. Uh, another shout out just quickly to Clay Thompson. Uh, he's yeah. a guy that definitely should be an honorable mention. I didn't put him as an honorable mention because I kind of thought that you were going to, and I wanted to add someone that I didn't think you were going to put. Uh, but Clay Thompson definitely deserves to be recognized. Uh, again, with Manu, just not enough individual success personally. But I, if you're yeah. talking about um, glue guys, he's definitely one of the top glue guys. Yeah, um, four-time I think of all champion, time. Yeah. top three greatest shooter of all time, four. I'd say he's top five for sure. I'd say probably, yeah, probably three. I'd say top three. 
Um, I'd say he's either third or fourth. Depends on um, Reggie Miller what you think. I think I it's between say, yeah, it depends on Clay and Reggie. Reggie. Um, but yeah, and then obviously defensively, we knew what he could do, even though he didn't really make that many all defensive teams. Um, and obviously as a three point shooter, like you mentioned, and just being that great glue guy. Uh, so yeah, let's move on to our 10 spot finally. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, who do you have at number 10? Uh, speak of the devil, Reggie Miller. Yeah, I have Reggie Miller here as well. I was going to say speak of the devil, but I didn't want to, they want to spoil <laughs> it, you know? Uh, so yeah, talk to me about Reggie. Yeah. Um, was a good player in his peak went, um, I don't know how many times I know we played against Jordan in the playoffs at least once. Um, he has one finals appearance. Yeah. Um, and then he has, I think a couple conference finals, maybe yeah. at, at least two. Um, but yeah, just, uh, Bro, what team was it where it was the Pacers? When I was watching the Last Dance documentary, I didn't realize how stacked the Pacers team was. Um, <laughs> who did they have? They had, like, Jalen Rose, Rick Smiths, I think. I don't even remember, but they just had, like, a really stacked team. And I didn't realize it. Uh, Pacers Conference Finals. How many times did they make the Conference Finals? Okay. 94, 95, 98, <clears throat> 99, 2000, 2004. So, like, all those are Reggie. So, one, are two, those, three, wait, four, which one? five, six. And those are all before 2004? Uh, so, in between 1994 and 2004, so in that 10-year span, they made the conference finals six times. Okay. Uh, Reggie being a part of all those teams. They've made it after, right? Because I thought Paul... Paul no, they, 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 right? they did make it yeah. after. In 2013, 2000, and 2014. Um, so, yeah. They're one of they've never won the championship, uh. But Reggie they've Miller, been, they've been very mid forever. Yeah, or just like a good team forever, which isn't uh, a bad thing. But like, I think Pacers fans are like glad that that's finally like switching up. No, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, but with Reggie Miller, one of the greatest three point shooters of all time. Obviously, he has that. Um, how many points did he score? Was it eight I, that's what I was just seconds or something? I don't, I, don't, I don't remember the number, but I was just thinking of that moment. I have the picture of him in my room with the, with the choking uh, from that moment. Yeah. But yeah, Reggie Miller, five-time All-Star, obviously had to play in an era with Jordan, uh, go toe-to-toe with Jordan, which definitely doesn't help his case. Um, <laughs> but as a three-point shooter and as a scorer, definitely uh, was that guy. And, yeah, I think he deserves to be number 10 on this list, obviously, because we both have him here. So, yeah, amazing, we don't think that. <laughs> yeah, fantastic career. Stop with fucking um, commentary. Commentary isn't his thing. Yeah, no. <laughs> commentary, not the best. Uh, basketball-wise, yes. Commentary, maybe not. <laughs> but yeah, anything else with Reggie? Nada. All right, so let's move on to what the fuck? Okay, let's move <laughs> on to number nine. Who do you got at number nine? Joe Dumars. Okay, you have Joe Dumars here. Um, I don't even have him on anything. So uh, talk to me about Joe Dumars. I, I definitely did look into him, but I just didn't see anything for me to have him personally. Uh, talk to me fair. about Joe. Yeah, the stats don't like jump off. Um, what the hell jump is that off the thing? page. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, uh, five-time All-Defense, so fantastic defender, great uh, player in general, very good glue guy for that Pistons team, finals MVP, so an NBA champion, obviously. I'm really hot. Holy fuck, what the hell? Um, <laughs> now you know my problem. <laughs> Everywhere I two, go, I'm just so hot. But, but yeah, two two championships are part of that Pistons dynasty. Bad boy <laughs> Pistons. Um, they did. I I'd say that was a dynasty. Uh, no, a, no, 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 not a dynasty. In terms, dynasty in terms of is in like, terms of winning, I don't think I'd consider it a dynasty. But no, but that's like that era. I don't know. I, what's yeah, a, I was gonna say. I was gonna say an era. The bad boy Pistons era. Yeah, not a dynasty. Uh, I think that word is thrown around a little bit too much. I, I wouldn't. I'd only have like, like three dynasties all time. Okay, that's, you, that's like, a different. That's a different conversation. That's true. <laughs> uh, talk to me about Joe Dumars more. Um, but yeah, just a solid all-around player, great defender, good score. Um, has the accolades as well to get him up on a list. But yeah, yeah. Ooh, um, fuck. I'm really curious to who you left off now. Uh, yeah, because yeah. maybe I'm just forgetting someone. Maybe you did forget someone. Uh, I think I might know who it is. <laughs> is but... Kobe on your list? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I forgot MJ. Do <laughs> um, imagine Dumars? <laughs> obviously, as a Finals MVP uh, with the Bad Boy Pistons, was a big part of their success. Just for me, not enough individual success for me to put him over some That's other fair. guys on here. But as you mentioned, uh, as a defender, uh, yeah. definitely deserves some respect. Yeah, I like the the basketball rest reference for pronunciation. Doom Mars. <laughs> I like it. Um, number nine, I've got Ray Allen here. Oh, um, well, that's who I forgot. Well, I didn't I, forget him, but you just I, didn't include him. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, but with Ray Allen. I think he's kind of the best of both worlds where him as a role player, he got it done. Um, obviously as one of the biggest shots of all time and also was a big part of the Celtics team That's that won a championship and went far. Uh, but even besides that, even as a first option, he was oh, still yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I was going to say, I think his, uh, like when he was by himself, that uh, era of Ray Allen is a little underappreciated. Yeah, like he scored 20 points per game. What is this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine years in a row scoring above 21 points per game. Like that's pretty good, um, especially during the that era of basketball, I'd say, uh, yeah. the early 2000s, I think was probably one of the more, one of the weaker offensive eras, I'd say. Yeah, um, definitely. But yeah, uh, when you look at him, as a player, yeah, like I said, best of both worlds. I think most people kind of think of him for uh, being on the Heat, obviously because of the shot, and for him being a part of that Celtic super team. Uh, but when he was on the Seattle Supersonics, he wasn't just a spot-up guy. He was really someone that could create his own shot, and he was consistently making all-star games, and even with the Bucks as well. So I definitely think that he deserves to be here as well as being – um, one of the greatest shooters of all time, like we mentioned before. And being able to have that individual and team success, uh, I think they definitely deserves to be here. Yeah. 
So, yeah. Uh, moving on to number eight now. Who do you have? Um, George Gervin. It's a little bit cold in here because I also have the Iceman. <laughs> uh, talk I to me about... Why is Joe Dumars on my list twice? Joe Dumars is just that good. I'm pretty sure I still have 10, though. Let's just make sure. Okay, yeah, make sure. Just fucking throw Ray Allen in there because I'm very surprised you don't have Ray Allen. Um, no, I still have 10. We're good. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I, For me, personally, Reggie and Ray are, like, neck and neck. Like, you have to have yeah. them, like, right next to each other. That's fair. I think that just in terms of greatness, I think they're very <clears throat> similar. Uh, but, yeah, I think I get... <laughs> Uh, I give Ray the re- the the ridge. I give Ray the edge over <laughs> Reggie, uh, just because he did have that success um, with the Celtics and with the Heat, being able to just adapt to being a role player and a very high caliber role player, and also hitting one of the biggest shots of all time definitely helps um, your legacy. Uh, so yeah, but let's talk about uh, George Gervin. So talk to me about the Iceman. Yeah, um, what was it, four-time scoring champ? Um, yeah, four times, yeah. And the fucking stats speak for itself. Um, fucking 33 points per game at his peak is um, a fantastic uh, peak, again, which I, like I said, I'm a big fan of peaks. But even just the long, maybe not longevity, because he didn't have the longest career, but Lots of it was in the ABA, so I think yeah. that's why. He only joined the NBA uh, with the merger, and he was 24 at that time. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But, yeah, overall, just a very um, – like, over his whole career, just a solid uh, score the whole time. A um, bunch of all-star, all-NBA selections. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, like you mentioned, scoring champ multiple times during that era and really one of the best scorers of that time, I'd say, when he was playing. And I think with him as well, obviously popularized um, the finger roll. That was George Gervin. Um, and then, you know, he didn't accomplish a lot with those Spurs teams uh, as a team. They never really, I don't think they made it to any conference finals appearances. Yeah. Um but obviously he was on the All-NBA first team a couple times. And with him just being a big part of that era and just being one of the most prolific scorers um, of that era as well. So the team success does hold him back. But I think that when talking about the talent that the NBA over time has had to offer, I think that George Gervin does get overlooked. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, so moving on now to number seven. Who do you have in number seven? Clyde the Glide. I have Clyde the Glide here as well. Um, so yeah, talk to me about Clyde Drexler. Yeah, um, just went toe to toe with Michael Jordan one year in the finals and a final uh, champion as well. Um, but yeah, just another. Overall great player. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, he did. Never mind, never mind. He yeah, did they with, lost, uh, they with lost. the Rockets. Oh, you mean the championship, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I um, was like, wait a second. But yeah. no, he, he was a Not big part of that, yeah. um, that team with Hakeem. Yeah. Uh, his, when he came over, I think it was the trade deadline. Uh, when he came over, it definitely uh, helped them win the championship that year. Yeah. Um, but with Clyde Drexler, 
Um, obviously led his team to many conference finals appearances, lots of finals appearances, and just another product of being in an era where obviously being having to go toe-to-toe with Michael Jordan isn't the most fun. Um, but yeah, Trailblazer conference finals appearances. I'm trying to see if they how many they made uh, with him on the team. I know, like, basketball reference is low-key lame for shit like that. Like, it's annoying to find, and just in general. No, yeah, exactly. Uh, championship years, I'm not trying to see that. Because I'm, uh, I need to see. Okay, so with his time, he played from the 80s. So we look here. Yeah, they made the um, conference finals. Oh, that's the first round shit. They actually, <laughs> they actually made two finals with Clyde. So... I don't remember that. Well, <laughs> fucking obviously I wasn't born. Um, I watched it live. But I think, yeah, I was there, bro. <laughs> um, Clyde Drexler, just, I think another guy that's kind of overlooked in his era and even overall, just because I think he was very similar to Michael Jordan in a lot of aspects. Um, yeah. I think their games were very similar, but obviously Michael Jordan has the edge over him, obviously. Um, but, you know, he led his team. A lot of times he did have the individual success uh, to an extent where he was averaging 27 points per game and just being an absolute bucket. Um, but, yeah, and then also that championship does help his resume. Um, but, yeah, just him not being able to get over the hump is something that definitely hurts him. And then also yeah. just team success or individual success-wise not really – um, a guy that was really in many MVP conversations. I think he was top three in MVP at least once. Um, but yeah, just really hurt being next to Michael Jordan and b- being so similar, um, having their game so similar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anything else with Clyde? No. So, okay. This is where the list got very hard for me. Um, I changed this basically. I flip-flopped from three to six a lot. And I'm still not sure if I'm completely satisfied with where I have it. Um, and I'll talk when I um, when I talk about these players where I did have them before versus where I have them now. Uh, but yeah, we're at number six. Who do you have at number six? Um, yeah, this is where I got Jerry West. Okay. I have Jerry West here as well, and it feels disrespectful. Um, it kind of felt dirty putting him here, not going to lie. Um, but the thing for Jerry West for me is that there aren't much accomplishments, like real accomplishments that he's had that players above him have not. Yeah. Like, when people are talking about Jerry West – Lots of things I see are like fake accolades. And the first thing people bring up is he went to nine finals when there weren't that many teams back then. A, B, he also lost almost he all lost of them. Eight. <laughs> yeah. He, I mean, yeah, obviously. But then people spin it around like, oh, it was just because of Russell and the Celtics. If they weren't there, then blah, blah, blah. But. You know, Jerry West, you do have but to take into there. consideration that. And I also hate how people bring up that he was the finals MVP. Um, in the series they lost. In the series that they lost. Like, that's one of the first things people bring up. And I don't care about that. 
There's a reason that that hasn't happened since. A, it shouldn't happen, and B, it doesn't matter. Like, you can make many arguments, like, it should have happened since then. Like, the fact that he's the only one is just the NBA being smart. Because we know damn well in 2015, when the Warriors won that LeBron, if that rule still applied, that LeBron should have won that finals MVP. (laughs) Yeah, but the guy who was guarding him (laughs) somehow won it. Um, But yeah. (laughs) So <laughs> the guy letting him drop thirty seven and eight. All the guys above him as well have won MVPs, and the thing about Jerry West is that I think it kind of sucks for Jerry West because he did play in a really tough era for what he was. He was a guy that was, you know, a guard, and obviously having success as a guard back then uh, was very difficult. And I can cut him some slack for that. Um, and for the finals record. Um, but yeah, I just think when you look at that and you also look at the fact that when you look at, he doesn't have an MVP. He was, he was close, but he was always like second in MVP voting and was just never, just never that guy. Um, and I think he's the he, logo. And, I think know. he benefited from era. Not, he definitely did benefit from era in terms of how good of a player he looks to this day. Um, which isn't a bad thing, but yeah, I, I do think some of the other players, not even some, I think all the players above him are more skilled in that aspect. I can definitely agree. And I think that's where we kind of get into the debate of skill versus greatness um, when ranking the players all time. Because obviously when we look at legacy, when we look at what players have contributed to the NBA as a whole, I think that he would rank above lots of the players that we have above. Yeah. Um, but I think that when you just look at just, I think that what the players, what the, I'm going to say specifically the three players that I have above Jerry West, I think that some of the things they've done. Ever done. Um, obviously yeah. I think that Jerry West is yeah, no. more well-rounded than some of the players that we have above. He was making all defensive teams. He led the league in assists uh, one time, led the league in scoring one time, but never had an MVP, one and eight in the finals. And yeah, I think that if you were to place him, I, I am a big believer that talent does translate. Um, I don't think he would be an absolute bum. But I don't think he would be nearly as good in the current era, or even an era he, earlier. I than don't that. think he'd. Yeah, I don't think you'd see him make like a bunch of finals. I'm yeah. obviously unless the team around him is solid as well. But I don't think he'd be. Um, I don't think his overall accolades would look as good, even though his accolades aren't very impressive already. But yeah. Like, he was a bucket back in the day. Like, 27 yeah. points per game average uh, for his career. He has one of the highest, one of the best playoff performers we've ever seen. Um, but, yeah, he had all the help as well. It's not like he had a trash team. He had Elgin Baylor, who was another, like, 30-point-per-game scorer. Yeah. Um, and then he had Wilt, which he did win it with Wilt. But he had to get all these 20-point-per-game scores for him to even come close. Jerry uh, West is the pioneer of super teams. definitely not Um, (laughs) but I think when you look at his reputation it's kind of a a place where I think his reputation is 
better than his actual skills because he is the logo and he is considered a Laker great and one of the greatest Lakers ever. And lots of players talk highly about Jerry West. For good, um, with, with good reason, yeah. No, like, I, like he's still an amazing player, obviously. Um, but I think that in that aspect, I think that I'm just not all that impressed by things that other people are very impressed about. Yeah, um, and I think I that agree. I think that his ranking among the community of the NBA world, I think, is skewed by him being the logo. I, yeah, I a think, little bit. Yeah, I think five to six is a good range for if ranking Jerry West. If yeah, some people have him three, and like that's fine, but I I Hell no, I don't. But <laughs> no, because I definitely I had him at four in my first draft. Um, I had him at four just because I think accolades wise he does have some accolades over some of the guys that we're placing over him. But when you look at MVPs, um, stuff like that, even yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll go more into that. But I have Jerry West at six. Obviously, we never seen Jerry West play, so that's also going to be something that obviously we can't control something that's kind of skewed um and people are gonna be like guys are too young you have recency bias um and it's like obviously i'm not gonna build a time machine go back in time to watch jerry west play i don't want to watch jerry west highlights yeah i mean i have let's pull up some jerry west highlights see how see how insane this stuff looks Let's see how like, impressed I am. Because like the de- I, the defense in this era isn't shit. It NBA isn't shit, or it is shit. It isn't. NBA career highlights, four minute video. Whew. <laughs> he was killing it. <laughs> four minute video. All yeah, like transition, a transition layup. Okay. <laughs> Open shot. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, and obviously, like for the t- for um for now, we're sitting on him. But at the time, obviously, being an innovator he in looked, lots of aspects, he, he looked like a fucking god at the time. But yeah, at the time, he was Jesus, and that's why he's the logo. Um, oh, like all these are just like <laughs> another another uncontested layup. Oh, another uncontested mid range. Oh, open shot, open shot. Oh, pull up, open shot. <laughs> Oh, we're shit on him way too much. Okay, let's move on. Yeah, let's move him down this list. <laughs> yeah, he's actually an honorable mention now. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, let's move on to number five. Who do you got here? Yeah, um, on the opposite end of spectrum of skill, I have Allen Iverson here. I have uh, Allen Iverson here as well. <laughs> I think I think we're about to have the same list. Probably. Uh, I, think, my... I think the top six is pretty... I think it should be pretty set in stone. Uh, even the top I, seven. Maybe I maybe even the top, top eight. Top eight? I think the top eight. I, I can agree with that to an extent. Um, I think I, you could order it slightly different and I wouldn't be mad about it, but I think the I think there's I think the tiers are seven, eight, one, two, three. No, one, two, three. And then I think the one, two, three is set, and then three through what the, three, six. Yeah. I think three through six is the most interchangeable out of the top eight. 
That's true. And that's where I had troubles. Um, but talking about Iverson, I think that – so originally I had Jerry West over Iverson, uh, but now obviously I have Iverson above Jerry West. And what changed it for me, I think him winning an MVP, I think obviously helps um, because Jerry West didn't do that. And I think that when you look at both of these players, I think there's similarities in they were both disadvantaged in the sense that, you know, Allen Iverson was only six feet tall and, you know, short king. Uh, And Jerry West was a guy that in his era, it was dominated by bigs. So I think that there's similarities there. And I think that Allen Iverson with that um, succeeded more because he was, um, I mean, the best player in the league technically for a year because he was the MVP. And he also um, made the finals that one year and, you know, took a game off of the uh, Kobe and Shaq Lakers. Yeah, I agree. I was going to make that point as well. They, he took a team off of the undefeated Kobe and Shaq Lakers up until that point in the playoffs. Um, yeah. Ruined their chances of having the perfect postseason. But, um, yeah, and like you said, the MVP as well. Um, Again, when you look at skill, though, um, Allen Iverson has more scoring um, more scoring titles, four-time scoring champs. So, as a six-foot player to lead the league in scoring four different times um, exactly. that was is very impressive. Point. And yeah. also, just another thing, um, influence. I think that yeah. Allen Iverson's influence on the game as a shorter player, as um, – you know, the ball handling that he had. If we look at another thing, if we look at Allen Iverson highlights, because we just looked at Jerry West highlights, if we were to look at Allen Iverson highlights, they would be way more impressive. And you would just be able to tell that he is way more skilled because they would all be crossovers and contested shots and acrobatic layups. And, you know, I think that it is also hard to compare eras, um, but I think that Allen Iverson definitely was an innovator for that and made way for lots of the game, uh, lots of things we see in the game today. Yeah, no, I agree. Great playoff performer as well. Um, Was a guy that, you know, you could count on in the playoffs to lead his team to runs. I think he, he has one of the highest playoff point per game averages of all time. I'm pretty sure. Um, He averaged almost 30 for his career in the finals. And what was MJ's like 31? Finals? Yeah, it's finals point per game. Or is it 35? Somewhere like that. Um, but yeah, I think that one knock on Allen Iverson that you could say... 33 points. Oh, that's NBA, that's NBA finals. Wait, that's what you said, right? Uh, I know, you no, said playoffs. playoffs. Yeah, it just gives me finals. Oh, because I put finals. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, when you look at Allen Iverson, I think one thing is just... 33.4. Okay, so not that far behind from Michael Jordan. Um, Just a couple points per game, you know. Uh, (laughs) But I think that one thing, obviously, that is a knack on Allen Iverson is, I think, defensively, um, because he is a six-foot guy, I think that there was a disadvantage to that. But I think the biggest thing is just his efficiency. Um, A guy that was kind of seen as a chucker, never really – yeah, ball hog, chucker, um, didn't have the best work ethic. But if I'm being honest, I don't give a shit about those things. Efficiency, obviously you want to be efficient. But if you're scoring at that pace, 
I don't care that you shot 43% from the field compared to 47%. Like, it's 4% yeah. difference. I don't give a shit. I don't nitpick, like, that much. Yeah. Like, if he was, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, he had to do that shit. Because who the fuck else is going to do that? And I do think that it's trans... He could translate that where he could... We also seen him win and play that style of basketball. So I get it if no, he exactly. never made the finals or if he never made the playoffs or never made it past the first round. But he was successful in the playoffs with this style of play. Yeah. Bro, man's averaged 33 points per game and doesn't have a scoring title. That's that's insane. I'm pretty sure that's the Kobe year. Um, but that also just goes to so, show that everything needs to be taken that, yeah, into that consideration. Is the that is the like, that was his highest point per game. That was the best season of his career, and he didn't win a scoring title, but he won a scoring title four other times. So <laughs> there are certain things like that where even though he didn't win the scoring title, you still have to take into consideration what, what the he did fuck, there. What the hell was going on in 2005, 2006? Where he averaged 33? That was the Kobe year where he averaged No, but uh, who, who, who the fuck – like why the fuck was the scoring just like through the roof that year? I don't know. The defense was just not good. What? Stop playing defense. I want to see what year, because Jerry Stackhouse, he had a year where he averaged like 30, some random ass season. Um, but he shot like 30% from the field. And it was like one odd year. I want to see if that was 05, 06 as well. Oh, my fucking. Lebr- LeBron averaged 31 and a half as well that year and didn't get uh, yeah, didn't what the, get hell? the Kobe year. Yeah, that's so strange. Yeah, Jerry Hack, Jerry Hackhouse, Jerry Stackhouse <laughs> averaged thirty points per game, uh, twenty-four shot attempts a game. That's insane. They're just like here, bro. Um, <laughs> you take okay. it. Moving on to number four, I think I know who we both have here, uh, but I'll let you say first. Jamie. Okay, I have James Harden here as well, and I think it may seem high for others. But what makes you put James Harden at this spot? The reason I have I still have James Harden here is because I'm not going to let recency bias affect my all-time ranking of him. Um, people like to paint this bad image of James Harden like he's a bad player, but we're not going to act like at his prime, at his peak, he wasn't averaging 36 and like... Uh, seven assists, eight assists, 11 assists. And like, he's not this fantastic playmaker, not this fantastic score, like top five. Yeah. Like 29 points per game, 11 assists, 30 points, nine assists, 36 and eight assists, 34 and eight assists, 25 and a like this man is so talented. And I think that it gets overlooked because no one plays defense in this era. He just flops and stuff like that. And obviously, a lot of that success came from uh, the mastermind of Daryl Morey and that heliocentric uh, Mike D'Antoni offensive system. But I think that not everyone could do what James Harden could do, which is what annoyed me when James Harden was doing this stuff was people were like, when you give anyone the ball this much, then they could do that. And it's like, no. Why hasn't it happened? Yeah, why is there like just... only a couple other players to go over 30, 30, even like 31, 32? 
No, like, yeah, that's, exactly. It's rare to get higher than that. Yeah, exactly. And I think that when you just look at his career as a whole, um, I still, this is one thing that I think I wish would have happened and something that's overlooked is that, you know, he was going toe-to-toe with those Warriors teams, you know, and that game seven where they missed all those, th- those three-pointers, like, if they just make... Literally just like, took, like, two. If they literally just make, like, two out of those 27 misses, if some of those are makes then we'll be talking about James Harden differently because I think they win the championship that year. Unless against the greatest fucking basketball team ever. That was when Kevin Durant was there, right? Or no? Yeah, Yeah. that's with Kevin Durant and, yeah, that's against a fully healthy team that was, yeah, and then Chris Paul being out as well. Chris Paul, yeah. Yeah, so definitely I look at that season with high regards. Um, Was that his MVP year? Two or no? 2017, so. 2018. Yeah, that would have been his MVP year. Yeah. Bro, yeah. that would have been one of the best seasons of all time. And he arguably could have uh, another MVP, even two. He was in a, he had serious conversations of being in for, in, in terms of MVP. The Westbrook um, one? Westbrook, and I think the Steph's Curry, there was a Curry year? MVP. Yeah. I think it was Steph's first year. Yeah. So um, he was, he's going toe to toe. With that Warriors team, he's going toe-to-toe with Steph Curry, beating out LeBron for an MVP. And, you know, I think that... I just think how much differently, like, people would be talking about him if he had won that championship. Even if he still has a championship. Even if he wins a championship. And that MVP against Westbrook. Like, what else does James Harden have to accomplish to impress people? Like, I I don't know. And, like, like, James Harden's considered ass now for some reason, and he's still averaging 21 and 10. Yeah, like, for you to be considered ass averaging, that is insane. But if I'm being honest, if James Harden wins a championship, I think he jumps up to number three for me. I mean, like, peak-wise, I was, um, like, when James Harden was... Oh, yeah, you Houston, love your peaks. <laughs> I do love my peaks. But, like, when James Harden was in Houston... It was very – he was very close to three there. I think since – He was very close for me too. Yeah, I think since leaving Houston and all the drama with the Nets and shit and um, him being considered like a drama player, drama I think that's wrecked yeah. his image. And I, don't, I do think it has brought him back to solidified in that four spot a little bit, but – I still don't think it's insanely out of the conversation, especially if he wins championship with this Philly team. I think that's the only thing he's missing, and he has a legitimate chance of winning it this year with the 76ers. Um, They are one of the favorites to win in terms of betting odds, and I have them as one of my personal favorites to have a really good year, personally. And if Harden wins this championship as the second best player, still being an all-star and elite level, and if he could have a good end of his career, if he wins a championship, and even if he doesn't, if he could just keep doing what he's doing, averaging like 20 and 10 assists, like, that's insane. Yeah. Do you think uh, if he stays in Brooklyn, they have a chance at winning the championship this year? I I mean, when you have... Kyrie, Harden, and Durant on the same team. It's hard to not um, to count them out. They wouldn't have like, Ben Simmons, yeah. obviously, but... 
they didn't they didn't have Ben Simmons anyways. If they um, could all be on the same page, then definitely yes. Because I, yeah, I, I think that's that's the biggest the thing. thing that held back that team, and just the biggest thing that holds back fake super teams in general is just players need to be on the same page to win a championship. That's what it takes to win a championship. There has that's to be sacrifices. Yeah, there has to be sacrifices. Everyone has to be on the same page and have the same goal. That team did not have that, and that's why they collapsed. And I think part along of it with Lockett and because, injuries. Yeah, I think part of it is they also just didn't have the time to. And granted, part of that, not part of that, most of that is on fucking Kyrie for just not being able to play due to him being a bitch. But, um, yeah, yeah, because realistically, James Harden was there for, like, a season. Yeah. In terms of time. Like, how many games? Total time. Let me see. 36 games. Yeah, he played, like, one full season. Uh, It was just split into two. Two half seasons with them. So that's insane. Um, But yeah, I think one thing with James Harden that needs to be accounted for as well, though, is just that um, he's a a guy that could turn on that switch. He could be the facilitating Harden and lead the league in assists, or he could be the scoring Harden and give you 36. And we've seen that in his prime. And I hope we see more of that James Harden this season. And I think we will. Um, But I think one thing that holds him back is the playoff success. Now, obviously, I'm not taking it as far as lots of other people where they think that Harden is this big playoff choker. Um, I think that there have been some moments, but I think he has an overall reputation of a playoff choker when I don't think that he necessarily is. Um, and yeah, I think, I think his, the only yeah. like real choking moment you can give him is that game seven with the Warriors. Yeah, and, and lots of that was on his team too. Yeah. yeah, and like... The what fact they that they were that like close two, two, three straight conference finals, like that's not easy, especially with how stacked the West is um, nowadays. Like that's not an easy feat. No, yeah, exactly. And with that as well, um, he is probably the worst playoff performer out of the guys below him, which is something that made me reconsider him because I'd say Iverson, Jerry West were better playoff performers than Harden. Um, so that's something that I definitely took into consideration. And it may be recency bias because, you know, James Harden, we've seen his greatness live uh, more so than the other players. But I think that Harden is very overlooked in lots of these greatness conversations. And I think, again, as talent-wise, you know, for him to make all these NBA first teams, to win an MVP, to be in all these top MVP conversations in one of the most, if not the most talented eras ever in basketball, like for him to do what he did in the most talented era of basketball, um, I think is very impressive as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Moving on to number three, who do you got? Michael Jordan? Okay, yeah. Um. Yeah, Dwayne Wade. The Flash, um, yeah. And I think it's the – I think he's solidified here. I think um, he's definitely – No doubt he yeah. should be the – he should be the third. Obviously, this is the most like higher obvi- – I don't think it's – I don't think there's an argument for him to be lower either. Yet. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think with Dwayne Wade, I think that, you know – I really admire his sacrifice to take a step back in his prime in order to win championships. And that's why that team worked because he did decide to take a step back. But 
even if he didn't take that step back, um, we still see we still seen a glimpse of what he could have accomplished individually because he did lead the league in scoring. He averaged 30 points per game and was a guy that was high in defensive player of the year conversations as a guard. Um, definitely one of the better defensive guards of all time. And we got um, to see him. Yeah. We got to see him win a championship without the big three in Miami. Yeah, um, as a young player, very it's very early on in his career. Yeah, that was, like that was oh five oh six third third year. Yeah, yeah, third year in the league, um, averaging twenty seven points per game in the regular season and going out there and beating. I think it was Dirk and the Mavericks. Yeah, um, it was. <laughs> it's still so ironic to me that he beat them by ten points <laughs> and then they lose to him. Yeah, who did they beat? Okay, so they beat. The Bulls don't know who they would have had at this time. They beat the Nets. That's not Derek. That's that wouldn't be either. Yeah, who the, the Pistons? That Bulls team. What the hell? Yeah, that's like the in between era. Um, but they beat the Pistons, who um won the the championship the year prior. Yeah. So they beat the defending champs, and then they beat the Mavericks and Dirk, and whoever the New Jersey Nets had at this time. Um, did they have J? He beat Jason Kidd and Vince Carter. There you go. Jason Kidd and Vince Carter, um, who just made the finals a couple years prior. So, yeah, definitely when you look at Dwayne Wade, um, I think that he can be somewhat overlooked just because some things don't tell the whole story. Yeah. Um, You know, he only has one finals MVP, but then you think, oh, yeah, LeBron was there, and he was obviously a big part of those teams. Um, But, yeah, for him to be as great defensively as he was and being able to be the second guy successfully and be the main guy successfully, I think is something that definitely solidifies himself. And I think that Harden could surpass him if we see that. If Harden is an amazing second option and wins the championship with Philly, then I think that he kind of does what Dwayne Wade kind of did. But Dwayne Wade is honestly one of the best players to never win an MVP, honestly. Um, oh, so he was like top two one year, wasn't he? I feel he, like was, he was up there one year. Yeah, so he did have a season where he was like top three. He had a couple seasons. I'm gonna check when he was. I have this shit written down, but I don't have it written down. And I hope that the podcast doesn't end because I'm in my notes right now. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so he may he was top three MVP one time. He had a short prime, and that's just because obviously he had to play with. Um, LeBron. So is, his prime doesn't LeBron even look, his prime doesn't even look that short because he peaked really early. No, yeah, second season is when he really became. All-star. Yeah, he became an all star, and then it just continued on. Um, but yeah, defensively, him as a finisher, him as a clutch player as well, um, definitely needs to be taken into consideration. Thirty-seven and, and a half yeah. and five is a crazy peak season. That was a really good year, and he was top three in deep boy. And he's exactly, and he's a fantastic defender. Like that's a really good year. No, yeah, like in terms of individual seasons, that is a very amazing season. Um, so yeah, the Flash, Dwayne Wade, don't really need to say much else. I don't think. Yeah, um, I think as of right now, he's undoubtedly here. Yeah, and undoubtedly at second is Kobe Bryant. Um, we don't need to really talk about him because everyone knows that he is here. Um, bro, what the yeah, hell? Do they, though? Some people still be trying to say Kobe's 
I like his Oscar. His Oscar is on his basketball reference page. Bro, no, he's over (laughs) Jordan. He's gone Oscar. 2018 Oscar. (laughs) How many Oscars does Jordan have? Yeah, he didn't win none in Space Jam. Jordan's just a gambler. (laughs) He's a gambler. Um, But no, Kobe is established here. Uh, If we're talking about defensive guards, uh, Kobe definitely is in that conversation. Just his attention to detail is insane. Yeah. Um, Obviously, him as a scorer, we know what he could fucking do. He could give you. He could give you sixty at any night. Eighty-one. He could get. He could drop eighty-one. And his ability to lead a team to championships, to be the co-star. I think just something that. Yeah, I don't know. Just a better Dwayne Wade, I guess. Yeah, he just did like like, the things we talked about. Did more. The things we praised with Dwayne Wade. being a second option and, you know, being this scorer and defender and leading teams to championships. Um, Kobe did that at a higher level. Yeah. And uh, we'll talk about player in a little bit that did it at an even higher level. Um, but yeah, I think that some of the later years of Kobe were definitely robbed because like he was still averaging 27 the year before he got injured um, with that Achilles injury. So I definitely think that he could have had an even longer career. Uh, But the last, the last couple of years of his career were obviously just kind of his retirement tour, kind of a wash um, after that injury, but even still being able to play after uh, tearing your Achilles tendon at 34, I think is just very special. And, you know, Kobe Bryant, one of the most special players that the league has ever had. Shout out to the Mamba. Shout out to the Mamba. So, um, I mean, anything else to really (laughs) say with Kobe? It's crazy that he only has one MVP, and he's considered as great as he is. Um, Just because, like, when we'll get to our list, I think he's, like, one of the only guys that's going to be up there that's only won one MVP. Like, him and Durant are really going to be the only top 15 players, I think, that have only won one MVP. Yeah, um, which is insane to me, but you know, it's just because that's like to win an MVP, you kind of have to do more than just score, which is kind of flawed in some ways. Um, but yeah, that's why Durant and him only have one MVP. Which year did he get the MVP? Two thousand. It was oh six oh seven or oh yeah. seven oh eight. I think it was oh seven oh eight. Actually, it might have been oh eight. Yeah, it was oh seven oh eight. So he led the league in scoring two years in 30 a row. points per game. And then the next season, they're like, here, Kobe, just take it. <laughs> they're like, I think we got to give him one now. Yeah, facts. And like, if you look at, like, honestly, I'm kind of pissed because when you look at the MVP award as we do right now, where seeding doesn't matter as much, and as long, like, Jokic won his MVP this year, Russ won his MVP his year with shit teams but Kobe doesn't win an MVP when he carries a shit team to the playoffs yeah like who is on this roster with him when he averaged 35 points per game like I'm gonna look at it and it's just gonna be like Kwame Brown Smush Parker a bunch of nobodies yeah 45 wins what the what what seed were they this year was that like a seven Andrew Bynum was here but I don't know if oh I guess Lamar Odom but I don't know if how old he was here. Um, yeah, 
Like, I don't think that this team is all that. Like, how many yeah, games no. does this team win without them? Yeah, the 6 7 one makes sense because they were barely 500. But, yeah. But this other year, like, how does he not yeah, win? Yeah, you, you could make a solid argument. You could make a very solid argument on the 0-5, uh, 6 year. Was this when he lost to Steve Nash? Uh, I mean, I guess he, he lost Western MVP's Conference team? first round. Lost, yeah, both ones he lost in the first round. Oh, this is a rookie, Andrew Bynum. Oh, yeah, no, this team isn't on shit. Yeah, to win for, to win forty five games with this roster and to average above thirty points per game, like that is incredible. Uh, he had the goat Luke Walton on his team, though. I was just about to say you have Luke Walton with you. Like that speaks <laughs> for itself. Team of shit. Um, and then at number one, there's no explanation really needed. Michael Jordan. Um, Michael Jeffrey. People try and nitpick. Um, his career, but in my eyes, he is perfect. the one of the most perfect, if not a perfect career. Um, I think the two most the, perfect careers are him and Duncan. I definitely think so as well. Um, there's really not like ten times scoring champ. Why do people just overlook this? Ten times scoring champ, six and six in the finals. No, six six four six. Not six and six. six and six. No, six four six. Do you um, think if do you think if it was six and six, do you think that would uh, help his legacy in a positive or a negative way? Because people like to argue LeBron how he's four and four and six. He'd still and have a better record than LeBron, finals. so I don't think that. Yeah, the the issue is people are like, well, LeBron's been to more finals. If MJ goes to more finals and wins more finals, I think that there's, there can't really be an argument. So I think, yeah, like, I think it, I think if he doesn't retire both times, he easily has a chance to win all three years. He hasn't retired. This man retired in his prime. Like those two seasons, I honestly believe that they win eight championships in a row. If he doesn't retire, I wouldn't, the thing is they had, they instead of Dennis Rodman, they have Horace Grant at that point. So it's like questionable, because the reason they lost in the playoffs the year he returned is one because he wasn't back for very he long. He just played seventeen rugby. games in the yeah. And the second thing is they played Shaq without a very good post presence. So like, yeah, and yeah. then they got Dennis the next year. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I think I want to see who won the yeah, but I definitely think that there's an argument to be made there. Um, yeah, they lost. That's when the Knicks made the finals. There ain't no way, <laughs> bro. They lost in seven to Patrick Ewing's Knicks without Michael Jordan there. This was the full year when he wasn't there. Yeah, and like they definitely make the finals that year, and then they go up against Hakeem. Who knows what would have? I happened. definitely think they. I definitely think they would. I think they would win that year. Yeah. But then it's just the next year that um, when they lost to the Magic, where it's questionable. And then the Magic didn't even win that year. Who did they? Who did they play against? Who won that year? It was the. Why am I blanking? Okay, I'm gonna check in right now. Who the hell did they play? Oh, are you talking in the second year that they? Uh... Oh wait, who who did Young Matt, uh, Young Shaq and uh, Penny lose to? Ninety four, ninety five. Who won the championship that year? That wasn't the that Rockets. Was, that was oh, wait, the Rockets that... again. It was the team back to back. They won two championships. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, it was the team back to back. Bro, <laughs> if MJ 
bro, we would be thinking of Hakeem a lot differently if MJ didn't retire. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I don't need to say anything else for Hakeem. Um, or not not Hakeem. Not Hakeem. <laughs> no, we can say it's like Hakeem. Talk. Why is MJ's nickname Captain Marvel? Uh, because he is That's Superman. <laughs> bro, bro is just Black Cat. Bro is just all of the superheroes. No, the reason he's Black Cat is because it's bad luck if you see him in the playoffs. I mean, that makes sense. It is bad luck. Um, Superman, Jesus. because he is Superman. Um, what about Black Jesus? Cat? Black Jesus, that's what Larry Bird called him. Yeah. Yeah, and then Captain Marvel, I guess because he has no personality. Because he's, um, <laughs> <laughs> he's marvelous. Um but yeah, so to recap, okay, so here's what my original list was, okay? It was number four, I had West, number five, I had Iverson, number six, I had Harden. Uh, but then I switched it to Harden at four, Iverson five, Jerry West six. So I think it's very interchangeable, that tier. I think it's the, yeah, I don't know. I think it's pretty interchangeable. Um, I think a lot of it is how you view Jerry West. I think, and I guess, and I guess how you view, and I guess James Harden too, and I guess Harden over Iverson. What makes you give Harden over Iverson? What is it for you? Because I think that they're very similar in a lot of ways. No, that's true. Um, I just think Harden's playmaking really is on a different level, and I guess you could say the same for like Iverson is a much better defender, even though like in terms of just how good he is on the defensive end of the floor. Obviously, he's not. You're not going to put him on fucking Kobe. He's getting yeah. 90 dropped on him if you do that <laughs> shit. But, yeah. No. I Definitely the playmaking is one thing. I think the other thing is just I think that James Harden was more dominant because James Harden has more, um, you know, he was All-NBA first team six times. Iverson was the only All-NBA uh, first team three times. And... Harden was top three in MVP five different times. So he, even if he wasn't MVP, he was always a guy that you could count in the conversation. The yeah. only year Iverson was top three in MVP was the year he won. So after he won that MVP, he wasn't really in those conversations, whereas Harden was doing basically the same thing uh, and was in those conversations. And you have to remember that Harden was leading his team to obviously deep runs and first seeds. Yeah, like he was winning. He was leading his team to some of the best records in the league at the time, um, and yeah, and doing it swiftly. And also, it's just crazy to look back at that era of James Harden, where he was dropping fifty bombs, like like putting up Kobe type scoring numbers, where like putting up 50, 50 points per game over like a two week span. That thirty that thirty five point per game season was absolutely insane. No, that season was insane. Um, was that the year? That was the year he won MVP, right? Yes. Okay, thank, um, thank, thank God. Like, I think it's um, criminal how underappreciated that season is. Wait! Wait a second. That's not the year he won MVP. Is that the Westbrook year? Who won MVP? Wait, wait, what season MVP this year? 
2018 MVP. It was 2018-2019 when he averaged 36 points per game. That had so, to be Giannis then. Damn, Giannis really won the – I don't know about that, bro. 2015-16 is Steph. Yeah, this is – no, is, is Giannis. So 17-18 was Harden? Yeah, 17-18 was Harden. 17-18 and then 16-17 was – Yeah, I don't know if – who the fuck was 2021? Like, 2021. Jokic, bro. Oh, yeah. Jokic right. won back to back. Yeah. Bro, this is kind of insane. Harden averaged 36 points per game and Giannis won the MVP. I mean, I don't know. Who Damn. was the. Why was. Uh, why was Giannis I don't, the MVP? I, yeah, like, I don't remember what the narrative was that year. What did Giannis do this year? Did the 2018-19 team just, like, like Harden's team, were they not a high seed? Because that's the only thing I can fucking think of. Weren't they, like, top three? I swear they were top three. Well, then that's tough. Voters fatigue? 50 – bro, Mans won 53 games, averaged 36 points, and didn't win the MVP. That is so rough. Uh, I think that was the first year when the Bucks were I think that was the first year of their emergence and Giannis was averaging 28 12 and 6 um with obviously defensive player of the year type defense but I maybe it's because was this the first year of Chris Paul this must have been the first year with Chris Paul this was the they're like only 53 games with Chris Paul here now why (laughs) yeah I think this is the they were fifth in the whole league so what the fuck were they in the west I mean, they won 53 games, so that must be a stacked West if they won. Uh, this is uh, Chris Paul's second Finished year in Houston. Four, four, fourth in the West. Fourth it was a good West. year in the West then. Jesus Christ. Okay, so I guess it's because they were the four seed. Oh, it's probably because he was the four seed and um, teams that I don't, <laughs> I, I don't fucking know, bro. Who finished ahead of him that year? The Warriors, obviously. The Warriors. The um, Nuggets, Trailblazers, twenty nineteen NBA standings. Uh, I think Nuggets, Nuggets, Trailblazers. Okay, so it is. It is the Nuggets, Trailblazers. Oh, let's go Warriors. Um, but the Nuggets were the two seed and only had one more win. So, like, he's basically the two seed, and they, they were only four games behind the Warriors. And that was the team with Kevin Durant and all of them. Yeah. I don't I don't know, bro. Yeah, Black they just lost the time. League. Yeah, I don't know about this. <laughs> bro, James, I, I forgot about that. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, James Harden could easily have, like, two extra MVPs. Oh, easily. Yeah, you could easily give him these two MVPs, and he'd have three MVPs. Yeah. And then you could even consider the Steph here, the Westbrook here. Like, literally, bro, was, like, top three in, for, like, six years straight. Not even top three, top two. Yeah. Like, he was the runner-up and probably should have won many years. Um, the thing that sucks about this when comparing players based on their accolades is stuff like this. Like, I talked about that Harden would be higher if they won that year, and that's an if. But, like, when things are in the hands of the voters, um, like, this season isn't – and if like he did everything he could and still didn't win, so it's just like the media deciding players' legacies. 
essentially, because we're yeah. looking at that he only has one MVP, but then you look deeper into it. It's like, damn, maybe he should have won these other years, but the voters that year were like, nah. So I don't know. Scoring doesn't scoring doesn't do the job with voters. It's so. not even like he's just a scorer, though. Yeah, I know. Still he's averaged putting, eight, eight assists and led his team. Eight and seven. Led his team to almost the two seed. One game off of the two seed, averaging thirty sit. Yeah, like it's all those damn turnovers. Yeah, that's a that's a bit of a problem. Oh my god. <laughs> this twenty sixteen seventeen five point seven. Five point seven. That's insane. Leaders for turnovers in a season. There's no way he doesn't have the record. There's no way he doesn't have the record. Leaders for turnovers in a season. It's him and, and Westbrook, played, bro. Played, he, just... Yeah. Oh no, LeBron. I don't know. Oh, that's Fucking true. Goat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't he know. The, like, does that affect tur- what you you think of his playmaking numbers? Because like technically, when you break it down. You get it every two assists. You get the turnover. This one. I mean, year. his assist to turnover ratio is probably yeah. The assist to turnover ratio is not very good. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, shooting guards are like the exact opposite of the point guards. Like super, like super Westbrook. stat stat junkies, but like inefficient. No, yeah, that's facts. And most of the I point mean, guards were super efficient. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he was also getting triple teamed. Like, he yeah. was doing all this. Bro, this is just a hardened lover podcast. He was doing all of this while being triple teamed. And the whole defensive scheme was based around him. And he was still dropping teams off. Harden hasn't been shown love in, like, three years. It's about time someone gives we give him some love. It's about time. Um, it's about so, time. yeah. Really the, really, the only differences on our list, uh, we both have MJ1, Kobe 2, Wade 3, Harden 4, Iverson 5, Jerry West 6, Clyde 7, Gervin 8. And then at number nine, I did we have, wait. Did we have did we have the same top eight? We have the same top eight. Makes sense. Look at us. Um, and then at we nine, basically have the same list. Yeah, at nine, who do? You, oh yeah, and then we both have Reggie at ten. So you just have um, Manu. No, who do you have at nine? Dumars. <laughs> Fucking change that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot give me an argument that Joe Dumars is better than Ray Allen. We'll put in. Vince Carter, put it. What? No. If anything, I'd put in. I I could. We could make it up. Fine. I'll put in Ray Allen for you. <laughs> no, no, no. You you could. It's your fucking list. <laughs> but it's just satisfying if we have the exact same list. We had almost the same honorable mentions too. We both had T Mac and Vince, and then I just had Pistol Pete and Mont. Well, you know, this is a. Maybe the next list won't be as similar, but I have a feeling it might. Um. So, yeah, so, yeah, so on the next episode of the Hooper's Lab podcast, we will be doing our small forward rankings. So, no, you we're know, skipping the power forward. We're actually skipping to um, coaches, best coaches of all time. <laughs> um, no, we're not. I don't, even, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know how you, know who you would rank. Phil Jackson rank won. The rest don't matter. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that is all for this episode of the Hooper's Lab podcast. We hope you enjoyed. We hope you tune in for the next episode where we rank the top small forwards of all time. So that's all from us now. We'll see you in the next one. Take care and goodbye. Adios.